Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And hashtag Team Godzilla, because the internet is demanding we all pick a fucking side. <laughs> yeah. What will you pick? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll just pick King Kong so we can have a contest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> in reality, though... Godzilla, obviously. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, just I don't understand how there's the only contest. real answer, to be honest. But yeah. here we are. Yeah. Here we are, wondering. <laughs> one literally has superpowers, and the other one is just fucking massive. Yeah. It makes no sense. How the only thing that King Kong has going for him is that he has opposable thumbs. Okay. So, so he could, like, use weapons. Worst case scenario, like, if he has to bail out, he can... Call a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. It makes sense. <laughs> he can, like, grab things and swing them at him, you know? Because mm-hmm. it has a tail, though. Yeah. True. But he can swing. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not really sure how there's a contest, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You I love s- being a turtle. No. Okay. One of these days, that's <laughs> going to be what you're going to say. Isn't it, I like turtles? No, that's oh. the stupid meme. Oh, what are you talking about then? Not a meme. It's a literal kid who's just <laughs> stupid. He's listening. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm not stupid. You did it to yourself. <laughs> I just like turtles. <laughs> All I was going to say is, there is absolutely no way that that fucking... Uh, aircraft carrier ship would not sink with both Godzilla and King Kong on it. Yeah, and nobody's No one's question besides like, the people who made the besides movie. Besides the production. Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> they're like they get to the end they're like this looks really good. That's not realistic. Eh, nobody'll notice. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're seeing a movie about giant creatures that have You know what? Like, There's these a, ancient backstories that ha- ha- that have a battle royale on Earth. You every, have to draw so a line often. in the sand. There's got to be a line somewhere. Okay. This, this is like me and like, <laughs> yeah, the MCU is realistic, but but Stark's Iron Man suit in Endgame, come on. Yeah. That's just not That's realistic. Too far. Yeah. <laughs> a guy that has a mechanical suit that he flies in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It has this nanotech that just like pours over his body. Yeah. That's not a thing. No. That's too far. Yeah. <laughs> That's my line in the sand, I guess. Everybody's okay. got one. Okay. Well, I just see the, like the, the internet's just like, who's it gonna be? You gotta pick a side. Who's the winner? Like, yeah. I, I'm sorry, people. You all should know by now. They're gonna do the yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> they're gonna team up. Yeah. <laughs> There's That's gonna be a big works. baddie by the end of the movie. Have these people never heard of those franchises. There's already been spoilers supposedly from toys of who it is. I oh. won't say here, but. Mm. We pretty much already it's know. It's pretty clear. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I'm glad we got that off our chest. Yeah. And to, you know, make sure our marriage is, is healthy. Right. I don't want a bunch of resentment lingering in the house because yeah. one of us wasn't open about who we truly yeah. wanted to win that battle. Yeah, I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and be like, God damn it, I can't sleep next to you. Yeah. <laughs> is that because of my snoring or because of my... Life decisions on who should win in a battle between Godzilla who's, and King who's Kong. Who's to say? We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Well, we do have a couple days till that movie comes out. We but do. I am excited for it. Um, so just getting into our new releases, I mean, basically that's the lone thing we have going for HBO Max mm-hmm. right off the bat. We already said it basically. So, yeah. uh, March 31st, Godzilla vs. Kong or King Kong technically is what it is. So we'll, yeah. I guess we'll have a, a final verdict on who wins that. Yeah. There's a, the film premiere and you know what? Some theaters in our area are opened up. Okay. At 25% capacity. I mean, I do have HBO Max, and I do have uh, the passion to be lazy, so I'm probably just going to stay home and watch it. I didn't mean to indicate that we were going to go to the theaters. I just meant that it's possible for those those people that... This is a movie you would want to see in theaters. Yes, exactly. This Uh, is like something... IMAX. Yeah, like surround sound and all that shit. I'm not paying for an IMAX theater right now. Yeah. Plus, I don't think... I think you found out today, Edwards, which is what we have our, our annual membership thing. pass bullshit, isn't even going to be open until May. Yeah. May 7th, specifically. Which is weird, because they announced it today. All right. Well, Amazon Prime, we do have another movie that I think came out last year called Unhinged. Yes. Uh, stars Russell Crowe. Uh, and apparently it's just a thriller about uh, him having red rage. Yeah. So this may or may not be based on me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Me had I had a Australian accent. Mm-hmm. Those are the only differences. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else, spot on. Yep. You Will you be checking this one out? I mean, I'll check it out, yeah. I'm not against it. I would start it. I'm committed to starting it, to seeing if it's any good. I'm really having trouble figuring out how you can make a whole movie out of Road Rage. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like the opposite of Taken. Where it's like somebody cuts him off and then he just decides to hunt them down and like murder them. I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, that could be what it's about. Yeah. I was just thinking it was like he has a trailer... And it gets unhinged from his okay. vehicle, yeah. and his family is is in the trailer, and they, yeah. you know he keeps going, yelling at some other fucker on the road. Yeah. Meanwhile, his family is slowly getting distant. Yeah. They've... On this trailer that's no longer connected to the car. Yeah. And he doesn't know until he's in another state. Yeah, it could be that. <laughs> and then the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Is him having road rage going all the way back because he yeah. had to go get his fucking family. Yeah. Like, how dare they get disconnected? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like ranting about how, you know, I told her to keep her fucking phone on vibrate or. Yeah. Or above. Yeah. But here we are. Yep. Uh, Disney Plus has a handful of things here. On April 2nd, we've got Star Wars Clone Wars 1 and 2. In case anybody hadn't seen that yet. Uh,. I don't know if I actually watched the whole series, so I'm pretty excited about this. Cool, cool. It it was like Cartoon Network back when, I assume when the Clone Wars movie came out. Mm-hmm. And it's got the, uh, what's the guy who does the primal cartoon? Gendry Tart. No. Sounds great. That, that's <laughs> more than I knew. Gendry. I was like, it's got the Gen- alphabet in it. I can it's tell you Gendy. that. Gendy Tartakovsky. Thank you. <laughs> like in my head it was like I could like vaguely like make the name, but I was like, I'm not gonna even try. I started and I was like, no. Tart no. <laughs> yes. He is behind this cartoon. Oh right, okay. I don't think it did that well if I okay. remember. 
but um, I definitely want to check it out again. Yeah, for sure. We've got Star Wars Ewoks seasons one and two. I think that was a like eighties cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they even have some from the seventies. They have Ewoks: The Battle for Endor and the the story of the faithful Wookiee. I never even heard of half. Of I have not heard of them either. But I also wasn't around in the seventies, so that could explain it. Maybe. We shall see. I'll probably check them out, but I, I'm sure I won't uh, binge them. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, we also have, for anybody who started the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, Episode 2 will be coming out on April 2nd. Mm-hmm. And We have not watched that yet. We haven't watched I, it yet. I uh, wanted to get a couple more episodes before I watched it. Yeah, we want to binge the so. first couple at least. So we'll probably have it on the next episode, if not the one after. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 3. Also coming out April 2nd. Mm-hmm. And for anybody interested, make sure you check out our Anatomy of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Part 2, which will be posted relatively around the same time as this episode. Yep. So if it's not up yet when you're listening to this, it will be within a day. Yeah, it is the full spoiler breakdown of Episode 2 of the show, which we also have number one for, in case you haven't listened to that. We didn't just jump straight into Episode 2. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, follow along with us, and we'll be reviewing each episode of that show. Uh, here's a show you might be interested in. Uh, Hulu, on April 1st. Can't confirm or deny whether this is a joke or not, but on April 1st, Amy Schumer Learns to Cook, complete season one. is coming to Hulu. Okay. Yeah. So this is kind of like the, uh, I had her name a second ago. The Selena Gomez? Selena Gomez. Yeah, see, I knew Gomez, but yeah. I was like, what's the first what one? What was that show Michelle... called? Michelle... <laughs> yeah yeah it was a cooking show where yeah. she basically just she like learns to cook learns to make a dish from like some famous chef mm-hmm. through like video calling yeah so that I'm, was on hbo i believe hbo I max i think so yeah we watched a couple episodes of it it yeah. was interesting yeah she's pretty funny yeah she like maybe that's just for the show but like it seemed like she had a pretty good sense of humor yeah the shame it doesn't work out with guys yeah uh, and then this is for anybody who is an SVU fan, Law and Order Organized Crime, a new series that they are putting out. Yet another one in the they Law and Order. They still make new Law and Order they shows? They do. They do. And they're still making new episodes of existing shows. What? Yeah. SVU's still on. No fucking way. Yeah. New is. episodes. Yes. Is it the same cast? Yeah, Mostly. They kind of come in and out, but um, Stabler left a while ago. I don't know. Christopher Maloney. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was. (laughs) Benson and Stabler were the two main detectives. Okay. And Benson is Mariska Hargitay. She's still on the show. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, Organized Crime is a new series they're bringing out, and Stabler is returning to be in this show. So, anybody who missed him when he left several seasons ago, he's about to be back. So, I'll probably check it out. Okay. He's yeah. no longer cooking for wet, hot American summer? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you became a dry, cold, communist winter? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't fun anymore? Yeah, he grew up. He sold out. Get, went on to become a cop. Yeah. And uh, Netflix, April 2nd, they have Concrete Cowboy. Idris Elba uh, plays a guy who has an estranged son who comes to live with him in Philly. Seems like a more of a serious movie, but it was right. like one of their bigger titles, so I put it on here. Okay. Uh, and they also have The Irregulars Season 1. We brought this up last week, but I yeah. put it on again because it just 
seem like something that people like to watch. Yeah. It's the one with the Sherlock situation, right? Yes. And I was thinking about it more after you, you brought the show up. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, what if they go the route of House? How so? Like, uh, you, you referenced how it was like a group of people who like basically helped solve whatever the fuck investigation that yeah. Sherlock Holmes is doing. Mm-hmm. The mystery or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like, what if it's like the show House where Sherlock is like... The house guy. Oh, and, and he's then, directing. I him. don't know his name, but it's House, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Doctor House. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, then, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what if Sherlock is like that character role? Uh, you're right. And then everybody else is like his like underlings, underlings that are yeah. like doing it. And he's like, oh, well, actually, if you uh, look at this wall, you'll see that blah blah blah, and then yeah. like that'll help like solve it for right. that you know he's yeah. growing and grooming them that's possible i was just going off how the description was worded it seemed a little bit like they were going to portray holmes as being this like i'm getting credit for it and not doing any of the work kind mm. of person so yeah. i hope that Very it's cynical yeah, yeah i get that yeah <laughs> yeah i guess i i forgot about this show i need to go check it out because it'd be cooler if it was something like what you're describing than them just acting like he's trash <laughs> but wasn't that character on house like considered trash like he was like a douchey person i mean yeah he was like the anti-hero of the medical field i liked him oh yeah yeah i firmly believe he was the good guy so okay he saved people's lives yeah and then told them when it wasn't like a, th- a thing you know he was honest honesty is key i didn't really watch the show i just um. know like i've seen like episodes randomly not full on. Yeah, he was a total... In and out of our room. He was a total dick, but he was, like, honest and, like, good at his job. So, I feel like that's more important than being, like, oh, he's so friendly. It's not important. Be a good mm. doctor. Gotcha. gotcha. Anyway. I digress. Um, <laughs> so, Netflix also has The Serpent coming up. Um, this is an eight-part miniseries that was a partnership between BBC and Netflix about a serial killer named Charles Sobrage who uh, went on, like, a killing tourist spree between uh, 75 and 76. Oh, that's so weird. It was in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I hope by the end of this miniseries, the investigators trying to catch him, Yeah. when they find out who he is, they go, It's sabotage! Yeah. You know, like the sabotage? Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> is that the only reason you put that in here? So you can make that joke? No. Okay. You're giving me no fucking credit. You don't think I just saw that right then? Okay. Hearing that name, you don't just, think I was like, wheels turning? Yeah. Come on. You're giving true. me no credit for my ability You're to right. throw that's shit out last second. Very you. Yeah, so that's about it for our new releases coming up this week. Mm-hmm. But we do have some new releases for July. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. Well, 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 Disney. <laughs> How the turns have tabled. <laughs> I am completely convinced at this point. Yeah. That we single-handedly took down Disney. Yeah, that's... And made them meet our demands. <laughs> You're probably right. A.K.A. wanting us to stop bitching and complaining. Yeah. <laughs> about Black Widow being only in theaters. Yeah. We got the news this week. You're all welcome. 
Black Widow will now officially be on Disney Plus and theaters day one. But, unfortunately, it is also delayed until July. Yeah. July 9th, to be exact. Yep. So, we will be waiting a couple more months. Unfortunately, it was originally going to be May 7th, after its original release. Many and different. Yeah, it's another yeah. original release. And, yeah. Uh, here we are. So, it's, of course, going to be a premiere access release or whatever the fuck they're calling it on disney plus so you'll be paying surprisingly only 30 dollars. okay i know that's debatable to some people there's a lot of bitching i've heard i've seen on the internet that that's too much and that's bullshit they're not giving it for free what nah don't even get me started with that stuff okay yes i've seen that okay um so yeah 30 bucks i would honestly expect it to be more because it's mcu it's like a bigger yeah. Franchise, you would argue, than what they've already released. Yeah. On the it's premiere. Definitely a bigger deal than Milan. And yes. like Raya and the Last Dragon or mm-hmm. whatever is currently on there. Which I do want to see, but I, yeah. I, I'll wait till Not it's a part of Disney Plus. Yeah. Yes. Um, Nobody. Even Soul, I was surprised, wasn't just put in there as a premiere thing. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's Pixar. It's a big deal. I'm surprised. I'm curious what the reasoning why they didn't go that route with that movie. Yeah. Because that was a lot better than. Because they were competing. What's it called? So yeah, I can't think of the name Wonder of it. Wonder Woman 1984. No, the, the oh. other Pixar movie. Oh. Onward. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I, I was thinking Wonder Woman because they released it on Christmas Day, just like Wonder Woman got released on HBO Max. So I wonder if that's why okay. they did it for gotcha. free gotcha. or included oh, to compete to with, compete with the which is an odd okay. choice of a film to compete with that, but hey, that's it, a different issue. It was leagues better. It was so than much Wonder better. Woman, but it's not the same target audience, I guess. In my opinion, of course it's not. Yeah. But it's taking away from wb saying that hbo max had so many more people than disney had right yeah because you're neutralizing at the very least yes exactly by having people see both yeah um so yes black widow will be on disney plus i am very excited mm-hmm. i definitely want to see this we did get the news you know i think we referenced earlier that our theater that we have our thing for will be open in may yeah unfortunately this was now pushed to july so yeah I guarantee that was going to be for this movie. Yeah. Because it was the exact same day, exact May 7th. exact same day. Uh, but they probably were like, well, fuck, we can't delay this now. So yeah. we're still opening May 7th. Yeah. But we'll figure that out, I guess. Yeah. Somebody else big is probably going to take that date after um, yeah, Black maybe. Widow was pushed. We do have a lot of movies that are still just kind of like lingering that yeah. are done and waiting just to be released, right? Yeah, so. true. It's a it's an interesting year for these big blockbuster releases. Definitely. Another big title, which will be on HBO Max, I think, sometime in August, Suicide Squad. They released a trailer. Mm-hmm. It's um, definitely James Gunn. Yeah. Tone. Very. Who is the director? Yeah. Writer. Um, how did you feel about this trailer? I thought it was entertaining. It definitely had. It's hard because it's like the, there's a lot of the same characters from the first movie. Eh, probably only a couple were the same. Yeah, I know, but there's enough. I, was Captain Boomerang the same actor? It looked I like it to tell. me. He looked like he was a, like he looked different to me, but it could just be he's like just a visually designed different costume, and so that's why I don't know. 
I feel like he looked like the same guy. Was the same guy? Okay. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. I mean, Harley (laughs) Quinn was definitely different, right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it looked entertaining because I'm expecting it to be James Gunn and I mm-hmm. like his work. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. So I, we watched this. I watched this when it first released a couple days ago or whatever. Uh, we watched it again and I saw a lot more than I did the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, what I did like was we did see just in the trailer, it felt like they gave a good amount of different characters, like, I don't want to say screen time because it's a trailer, but it it gave them a moment that, that really gave you either a personality trait of them or just to to see if you like, are interested in like more than just Harley Quinn. Right. It's to get um, audience investment, basically. Yeah, like, like it, oh, there's these characters I might give more of a shit about. Yeah, exactly what it did for me. Yeah. Was like, there's now like a few more characters where I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm really curious about this yeah. character now. You know, I didn't know <laughs> shit about them, but now I'm like, I want to know what this guy is about. <laughs> yeah. You know, we already knew Peacemaker's getting his own TV show. Right. Uh, John Cena had some really funny stuff on there. This yeah. whole thing about a dick forest. Yeah. That he <laughs> a was, dick beach. A dick beach. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, Idris Elba didn't say a whole lot in this, but like the but few he lines he did say were really good. Yeah, definitely. He looks like he's basically like the replacement for uh, Deadshot. Right. Which I thought he was just Deadshot. Is he not Deadshot? No, he oh. was... <laughs> I thought he was Deadshot too. I, I don't remember what his name is, but okay. he, he referenced himself as a different person when he okay. he got introduced to Harley in that one moment okay. beginning there. Uh, King Shark. I don't know if you noticed, he is not being played by the comedian who was supposedly cast as him so that oh. was very confusing but we did find out also a couple of days ago that sylvester stallone is actually going to be playing king shark what okay so i guess we're gonna hear king shark ask for adrian yeah at some point yeah uh blood sport is who blood sport okay Adrian Elba's playing oh okay they couldn't get uh Jean-Claude Van Damme, huh? I guess not. I also am really, I really enjoyed the, every, like, the couple of scenes where Pete Davidson's character got something stuck on his shoe. What's his character exactly? Uh, is it his just... His character's name is Blackguard. Sticky? I, yeah. I don't, I don't know this history Sticky, on... sticky shoe, is that his name? <laughs> sticky fingers? <laughs> um, no. Oh. You took that to a weird place. Oh, did I? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if you meant because he's, you know, touching his shoes... Yeah. They have sticky things on them. Yeah. Um, this character's name is Blackguard. I don't know anything about the character, but okay. it was like he got he had toilet paper stuck to it, and then he like stepped in shit, right? Is that Look, what it was? Something like that. Yeah. I hope <laughs> it was that ridiculous. weasel character's shit, too. Yeah. I hope he was just walking in front of him and just like, <laughs> like right as he's walking. Yeah. You know, give a good, nice dynamic with those characters. Yeah, definitely. Um, we did see that polka dot guy. Yeah, polka dot man or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, you know, they gave a, a very quick synopsis of who the Suicide man. Squad, you know, <laughs> yeah. is and what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a very big tease of the villain of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be Starro, which is a is super villain. Is that the character's name? Okay. It's a, a villain of DC, the universe. And it looks like a giant starfish then? Yes. Okay. Uh, here's the funny thing. Hmm. In the comics... Apparently, that character's debut is what created the Justice League. 
It oh. brought all of those characters together to have to fight this villain. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so for anybody who's unfamiliar with the character Starro, uh, pretty much what's going down with this character is it's a giant starfish from another fucking planet who comes to planets to basically mind control all of the inhabitants with these mini starfish that it mm-hmm. reproduces asexually. And then it suckers to their face and basically they're mind controlled and zombies. And that's like hive mentality. So it sounds like Dormammu, but like DC. There you go. Yeah. Okay. That's a good way of... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what this really reminds me of though? I didn't think about it until we saw the trailer a second time. Hmm. This is James Gunn. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of Slither. The literal plot of Slither. Oh. <laughs> a parasite thingy comes yeah. from outer space. Yeah. Takes over all the population and they uh, all like are mind controlled. Yeah. One mind. Okay. So yeah. it makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. Either DC was like, this is what we want to do. Make this movie because we know you've done it before. Right. Or not to talk shit. I love you. I love a lot of your shit, but this does sound like it could just be a rehash of what you've already done. Also, is Michael Rooker in Slither? Yeah, he's like the main antagonist person who becomes the main, like the big parasite thingy. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't think I've seen that. Really? Yeah. I feel like we've watched it. Have we watched it? If not, we'll have to. Okay. It's good. (laughs) All right. It's also got... um, it's got a lot of people. Elizabeth Nathan, Banks. Nathan Fillion. Fillion, yes. He's in there. He's like also, the main protagonist. <laughs> Jenna Fisher's in it. Oh, there's a lot of people in this. It's a good movie. Hmm. And uh, what's his name from Schitt's Creek? The vet? <laughs> he's in it, apparently. What? Yeah. He's hella young in Schitt's drawing Creek. Drawing boy. <laughs> oh, so he's a child. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But it has his like, adult picture next to it, so it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> He identifies as a child, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like early 2000s, I feel like, that movie. 2006, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that was before I was watching horror movies, really, by choice. It's like a dark horror comedy. I would, okay. It's, it's very comedic, so... Okay. I think you would be fine. All right. But, yes, I, it really gave me the vibes of that, but like a lot more cartoony, obviously, right, right. because it's DC and... Yes. Not so, supposed to be horror at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I think it looks entertaining. I'm excited. I mean, about I was it. already looking forward to Suicide Squad, and there was rumors of this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not technically confirmed, but if you look on the monitor in the background of the trailer, yeah. you see the full scope of the, the character, and it looks like a giant fucking starfish. So yeah, it does. So it seems like this is who it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the character has regenerable powers, so. That makes sense. Starfish do that. Okay, okay. Learning something new about starfish. Yeah, they can like grow back a a limb or whatever, I think. Okay, okay. Unless I just made that up, but I thought they did. I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never cut them off. You sick, I mean, you sick I haven't fuck. either. You sick fuck. <laughs> I just went to like ocean camp or whatever. Ocean camps? <laughs> Is this a real thing? It's, well, it's called Camp Keep. It's like our thing that we do in sixth grade Is here. it because you're supposed to keep that to yourself, nerd? No, all schools do it. It's oh. not just for nerds. That's space camp, which I also went to okay. for one. 
Uh, it's like what's, a what's two? Uh, two is Camp Keep is like something environmental blah blah camp, basically. Or I don't know what the P stands for, but basically you go to the coast. There's a couple different campsites at sixth grade and like learn about the ecosystems and the sea creatures and bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I was undereducated in my part of California then. I'm sure you guys had some kind of equipment. I definitely don't feel like I did any of this stuff <laughs> through school. I must have been sick those yeah. weeks or yeah. whatever they were. Maybe. We do have some more news, actually, uh, about HBO Max. And apparently WB has set a deal with cinemas, just collectively it seems. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> uh, to screen films exclusively in theaters for, 40 di- for 45 days. And then they will be able to hit HBO Max. This is news via Variety. Uh, mm-hmm. The deal was will take effect in the U.S. and the U.K. in 2022. So this will not affect anything that's been in place for 2021. You know, right? Mortal Kombat, Godzilla vs. King Kong, Suicide Squad, all these movies. Dune was the big one. Yeah, uh, they're all still happening straight to HBO Max day one, but. Come 2022, it looks like WB was like, we need a game plan. And we don't want a shitstorm of problems with the crew and studios and yeah. all that stuff. How much you want to bet? This was their game plan. How much you want to bet there's going to be uh, a good number of movies that are scheduled for the end of this year to get delayed till next year. Oh, that would be fucked. It would, but that I will guarantee happen. it will happen. Isn't Dune like it October? Is. It's like November, I think. And that was the one that had the biggest uh, outrage like problem, by yeah. the... Uh, Legendary, Legendary, like shit their right? pants. So yeah. that might be a thing that they might just accidentally uh, delay. It. Oh, it's January first now. <laughs> oh, how weird! I guess it's not gonna be straight to HBO Max now. <laughs> That's such a weird coincidence. It's one of God's wraths. We had no control of it. <sighs> that better not happen now. Yeah, I bet it will though. It will. Yeah. It never will. <laughs> That's the behind the scene contract. Yeah. This reminds me a lot of what Universal ended up doing. With specifically AMC. When uh, Karen Karen AMC complained. Yeah. (laughs) Karen C. Yeah, Karen C. Or AM Karen. Yeah. (laughs) So, if you remember with that, I think they released, this was an early pandemic, 2020, they released like Trolls World Tour and some other movies straight, I know, right, of all movies. (laughs) Straight to streaming. Yeah. Uh, for, the audacity. For rental or purchase or both. One of yeah. the, you know, whatever it was. And um, AMC had a huge problem with that. Uh-huh. And then they ended up making some fucking deal with them. Specifically that later on they would have their movies. I think it was 45 days-ish in theaters. And then they'd go to, to their shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also AMC would get a cut of what for they fucking got after. for a certain number of days. Which, yeah. That's a whole other story. I don't yeah, get that whole fucking thing. I don't get why that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. But um, somehow AMC won in that scenario. Mm-hmm. So it looks like WB is just trying to like avoid any problems with theaters and mm-hmm. find a way to hybrid launch their stuff and mm-hmm. still make money without wasting time releasing stuff. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what, what some of these other studios do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we just saw Disney's going to do the hybrid thing for Disney+. Plus. Yep. So, they have the benefit of all of their shit is theirs, so they don't have anybody to be upset about it. Yeah. 
right? It's their decision. Um, but I am curious. I guess it's, it's presumably just HBO or WB based movies, right? This isn't going to be like anything that's in theaters, right? It's only going to be what they are specifically planning to put on HBO Max for their service. Yes. Okay. That's what it seems. That like. would make more sense. Although I wouldn't be surprised if other um, production companies or whatever studios follow suit. Yeah, I mean, especially now that Paramount Plus, WB, is a thing. whatever HBO, whatever it's considered, you know, Disney, Paramount, they mm-hmm. all have these streaming services now that they can throw their shit on. But like, there are studios that don't have that kind of powerhouse, right? impression on the market so mm-hmm. they won't have these exclusive streaming services that they own that they can do that stuff with that's true so you know we'll probably see those hit netflix and amazon prime stuff like that mm-hmm. i mean even amazon prime is basically doing its own stuff too yeah. now so well even netflix is and netflix is, yeah <laughs> so but they're like yes we still want your stuff yes. so yeah <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see how 2022 runs with all this stuff um, more news in the DCEU. Uh, the Flash film replaces Barry's father. This is via Variety. Ron Livingston has been cast to replace Billy Crudup as Henry Allen. Uh, Ron Livingston as in, like... Over... From The Office? From The Office? No, not... Uh, oh, my God. You mean Office, office space? space? I was gonna say, yeah. The over... You were gonna say overrated, probably. Yes, thank yeah. you. The overrated... <laughs> Movie, The Office. Yeah, space. I was thinking Office Space, and then I looked <laughs> at you, space. and then I was like, The Office, and I was like, That's not right. <laughs> uh, the Office and Office Space are both mm-hmm. hilarious. No, I mean, he's so. been in other things. But yes, yes. yes. Um, I can see it. I'm kind of bummed Billy Crudup isn't going to be in it, but that was, I think, just a scheduling issue yeah, with his other show, with the morning show on Apple Plus or whatever yeah. it's called. So I, I'm TV. guessing that means he's having a bigger part in that than he did previously. So that's uh, good to know. I mean, I wouldn't know. No spoilers. Yeah. yeah, I didn't say anything. Okay, all right. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Did you? You never watched that show? I watched the first the, like, episode, one episode, part of for the first episode with you. Oh, and then you like abandoned me to go play video games. I mean, I can't remember the past <laughs> that far out. <laughs> if I did something like that, it was for a good cause. Was it? Is it to the save the world? I mean, somebody has to do it. Yeah. One button at a time. <laughs> All right. We also got casting for Dr. Fate in the Black Adam film. This is via THR, the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is going to play Dr. Fate, member of the Justice Society. Wow. That's a big name. So. Yeah. And this will be the first movie he does a role as a superhero. Yeah. I feel like. Unless I, you count James Bond, which we've kind of had a conversation, and you say oh, that's right. a no. That's why this conversation started. <laughs> I think it's interesting to see him uh, taking on a superhero situation. Or yeah, he's he, going to have a gold helmet, you know? Yeah. You can call it Golden Helmet. <laughs> or Golden Head. <laughs> golden Head? <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, I could see it. Yeah, I mean, he's... Somebody I've enjoyed watching. In yeah, movies. definitely. I, yeah, I don't know anything about the character of Doctor Fate other than just googling a picture of him. So I mean, hopefully he brings the like acting level of Dante's peak to this film. That's yeah, all I, that's all. I can that's hope all for. you're asking for. Okay. All right, and last in the DCEU realm, Emerald Fennel uh, is 
the Oscar-nominated director for Promising Young Woman, which we still haven't seen, but I do want to see that, has been tapped to write a DC adaptation of the character Zatanna. Uh, anybody unfamiliar with this character? She is a magician and, a, and considered one of the most powerful sorcerers in the DC universe. Her magical abilities are genetic, as her dad, Giovanni Zatara, was also an alchemist. Okay. So obviously this is only a hire to do the film. There's no casting for this movie. There's no actress behind the character Zatanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who would you like to see in, in such a role? Well, first I have to say that the character, when I was Googling pictures of Zatanna, I felt like she looked like Poison Ivy in the Harley Quinn animated, like her face shape did. Okay. And so because of that, I'm picturing the woman who voices Poison Ivy, but I assume that she wouldn't be doing that kind of role. Um, so my, my choice for, based on how she looks, was Lucy Hale. She's in a bunch of things. Pretty Little Liars. Truth or Dare, Fantasy Island. Oh, that's how I recognized her. Yeah. I, I recognized her. I didn't know what from. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. A bunch so of she was the shit. lead in Fantasy Island. Okay. Okay. Yes. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. I feel like she would work. Uh, my obvious one, and I think that most people have already thought of this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexandra Daddario is my go-to for her. Okay. I could see that too. For think sure. Visually, she just looks exactly like the fucking character. Yeah. I could see that. I think she's. A decent actress. I think she could do this part. And it doesn't hurt that she's sexy. Yeah. Yeah, she does. What is? She, what else is she besides in... Oh, she was in Baywatch. Okay. She was in Baywatch? Was she? Or is she just there How? with him? How? That's an old show. No, 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 no. The, the remake. The one with... Uh, what's there, his name? Oh, the movie. Movie. The movie. That's right. She was in the movie. Also with Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Because she was in San Andreas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know who they could get? Oh, well, they're not going to do it because they already have like a show for Constantine. And say they should get Zac Efron to do Constantine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's in the movie. Yeah. Baywatch. Yeah. He could do that humor, I think. That, yeah. That like sarcastic attitude. Yeah. I can see that. Definitely. Make, make a whole reunion, you know? He's a little like buffed out those Constantine's not supposed to be like he wears a fucking suit and a trench coat like how would you know yeah but if you're like too beefy like that, like... it's like a bodybuilder wearing a suit it looks different the... uh, I feel like he's like slim buff versus probably normally Dwayne Johnson just being Fair like point. a boulder <laughs> I feel like I can't as imagine as opposed to <laughs> The Rock I can't imagine trying to like fit a suit to Dwayne Johnson. Like how di- that would be insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a Taylor's first day on the job. Yeah. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, I quit. I how fucking quit. How badly do you need to go? I, I don't even smoke, but I'm gonna go take. I'm gonna go take a cigarette break. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, you know, I'm, we probably won't see a casting for this character for a while. Yeah. But I think we'll be. I think we'll be content with whoever they pick. Here. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Aya Cash had spoke to comicbook.com uh, in regards to something else she was in, uh, and the topic of Boys Season 3 came up, and the topic came up as she would be in Season 3 after being a big part of Season 2. She said, I had a wonderful experience on The Boys. I was always signed up for one year, so who knows? If the writers have something for me to do, I will absolutely be there. 
I think Stormfront's story has been told very well in terms of the arc of what happened. But if they want me back, I will be back in a second. Okay. Uh, they kind of left her character up in the air, what happened to her. Yeah. So, uh, it you know, we talked about this, how they could incorporate her in the future if they wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's the end of the character with how the comics go. But, um, yeah, like, I'm okay that she's not coming back right away. But I think we'll probably see her back. Yeah. Because she's a great actress, and I don't think they want to ruin a character that was so good so quickly. You know, not ruin, but, like, not take advantage of yes. that character again. Yeah, you wouldn't want it to just be like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Mm. I mean, they have a huge catalog of characters to use, but, like... True. And they don't have to, like, overuse her, but they could bring her back as a smaller role in some capacity at some point. Yeah. But I did find out she's actually working on another show for Fox, apparently. Oh, yeah? I don't remember what the show's called, but I will have to look for that. Okay. Uh, Russell Crowe, speaking of that movie Unhinged earlier, (laughs) uh, he will be playing an unknown role in the movie Thor Love and Thunder. This is via Deadline. There's no word on what he's playing, who he will be. I'm pretty confident it'll be a small role, like a cameo thing. Yeah. It's probably going to be more of a play on that whole play yeah. literally of I'm sure it will, yeah. The last movie with, you know, we had Matt Damon. I'm sorry. Matt, Matt Damon. <laughs> so we'll probably see something like that. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. And I guess this is ironic because I'm also technically doing the same, so I'll call myself out too. <laughs> but in the article I read about this, uh deadlines basically stated this is not word for word, but this is the senses of what they said was that his casting was intended to be a surprise for fans, but they just ended up spoiling that news by posting the article anyways. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it. They're like, well, if we don't do this, somebody else will. Yeah. So we might as well get the scoop on it. Yeah. But it just made me laugh that you're you're openly saying, like, this was not intended to be put out there, but we're putting it out there. News about a character from the Hawkeye show coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, character Echo. I think we've talked about this character before. Yes. Uh, she is a deaf Native American character. Uh, her real name is Maya Lopez. She has the ability to perfectly copy another person's movement and fighting style, making her a formidable opponent in battle. Isn't so basically she's... Taskmaster? Taskmaster. Okay. So I would not be shocked if they tie that into her character's yeah. storyline somehow. Yeah. The character is going to be played by Alakwa Cox uh, on the Hawkeye series, uh, but they are spinning her off apparently to get a show of her own for Disney Plus. That's cool. Now that's just when you know, like you're fucking doing fine, right? Yeah. When you're making spinoffs to, to shows of characters that no one knows about. Yeah. Before that show's even out. Yeah. More news with Disney Plus. National Treasure TV series is in the works. This is via Deadline. Uh, Disney Plus has given a 10-episode series order to National Treasure TV series uh, to be exclusive to the streaming service. Of course, they own the fucking franchise. (laughs) I wonder why they did that. (laughs) (laughs) The series will act as reimagining of the franchise with a 20-year-old Latina character named Jess Morales at the center of the story. Jess and her friends will set off on an adventure to uncover her mysterious family history and recover lost treasure following... Following in the footsteps of Nick Cage's Benjamin Franklin Gates. So, does that imply that it's 
in the same universe and those movies still exist in this world? I think so. Or is it a complete reboot where they don't exist and this is the the now story? It seems, I mean, unless I'm misinterpreting that, the following in the footsteps makes me think they're that that he's it's in the a, same world, right? He's they, an ancestor or some in some way related to her and she's like uncovering uh, her family history. You think it's going to be that they're related or like, it's I mean, just following the footsteps as in like doing the same gig she's doing the same thing but she also is uncovering her mysterious family history so it makes me think that it could be related in some way gotcha maybe not but yeah by the end of the series she's like holy fuck we're related to Nicolas cage (laughs) yeah that's how it ends (laughs) roll credits (laughs) (laughs) all right keanu reeves is coming back to netflix uh to star in a adaptation of his own comic series called berserker interesting so that's how you know you've made it (laughs) yeah again when you were like i'm gonna make a comic yeah and then netflix picks it up and goes okay we want you to star in the comic that you made (laughs) uh so netflix has secured the rights to berserker which was created by keanu reeves uh the story is about an immortal warrior eighty thousand years He's been fighting through the ages. The man known only as B is half mortal and half god, cursed and compelled to violence even at the sacrifice of his sanity. Uh, so Reeves will produce and star in the screen adaptation, which will start with the story of getting the feature treatment followed by an anime spinoff series. That's a big thing for Netflix these days, isn't it? I feel like they're doing a lot of anime They're really getting stuff. into the anime side, yeah. yeah. Which isn't even an anime, so it's kind of interesting that they're going into an anime. yeah. Well, they did the same thing with like Pacific Rim. Yes, <laughs> but that was Pacific Rim based off of any kind of manga situation. I don't think so. I think that was the original thing yeah. at the time when it was a movie yeah. coming out. Okay, so I, was I mean, it probably okay. became something sure did, in that yeah. sense at some point. Yeah. but <laughs> I don't know why in my head I was thinking Jurassic Park. I, I, like, I knew you were going there. It's I was not like, correct. I, I know she knows she's wrong. I'll just let this play out. <laughs> So I stopped, but I was like, I don't know the right answer. Anyway. All right. Anybody who's fans of What We Do in the Shadows, the the movie, or the show. Yeah. uh, The Wellington Paranormal crew that was in that movie is coming to CW and HBO Max. This is via Variety. Uh, So it's a spinoff based on the police characters investigating the local paranormal activity of the area. So it's going to air on CW, and then the next day it's going to hit HBO Max. Nice. Apparently the show has already existed, and it's got three seasons. Jesus, what? So somehow the two companies have co-acquired those series, all three seasons, mm-hmm. from New Zealand, and now it's going to air here. Okay. On CW and HBO Max. Okay, sure. Whatever it takes. I mean, I knew this was a show, but I didn't yeah. know it was made yet. I was like, oh, it must have been on the back burner. Yeah. So it's been happening we just never saw it so i can't wait to find out if there's more than just the vampires that they're investigating (laughs) because well of course they're gonna have like a bunch of probably mythical creatures and shit right at the very least there's gonna be werewolves yeah yeah true right yeah you think maybe at some point they'll even do like a crossover if they continue the series past the three seasons Uh, yeah and have the uh what we do in the shadows characters from the, the show yeah you know, the, uh, Especially energy, the energy vampire, whatever his name is. Yeah, Colin. <laughs> okay, last in our news, 
Ghost of Tsushima is going to be getting a film. This is via Deadline. Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions are developing a film adaptation of the game. John Wick director Chad Stahelski is attached to helm this film. Very cool. So that's going to be pretty fucking cool. We have the game. We have not played it all the way through. I've only played a few hours. Uh, and again, that's probably up to like 50 plus. But I will definitely make sure I get that beat before they ever have a movie come yeah, out. Yeah, I think you have some time. Probably have a couple of years at least, right? <laughs> You're going to be like mass playing it like two gonna, months before it comes gonna out. going to be last minute rushing it, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. That's just the name of the game, you know? Yeah. Procrastination. It's called game hoarding. <laughs> All right, that's about it for our news this week, right? Yep. Cool. Let's uh, talk about what we watched. Here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're DTF. Nice. I mean, we're always we're always on point with that. Yeah, we sure are. As of now, at least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, first up, like we mentioned earlier, we watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode two. So definitely check out our separate bonus episode, The Anatomy of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, part two, uh, where we go into deep spoiler territory and tear it apart, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, not in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> we rip the wings off, yeah. the legs. Yeah. Turn on the barbecue. Yeah. Now that got dark. Oh. <laughs> um, but until we get to that, we have a few other things we checked out. Uh, first up, Invincible. That was the new um, animate, adult animated TV show on Amazon Prime Video that dropped on March 26th. It's about the uh, high schooler kid whose dad is this big time superhero and then he's dealing with being a teenager and the son of a big-time superhero and getting his own powers. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a coming-of-age story, uh, but it has a very The Boys mm-hmm. tone to it. Yes. Uh, this is apparently a comic. Like, it's it's a, a known comic, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's... What's his name? Kirkman? Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, right. Yeah. So I had no clue anything about this whole thing, this whole character, this, yeah. this comic... Uh, so this was all new for me. They they did the same thing they did with the boys, actually, mm-hmm. uh, where they did the three-episode drop, and mm-hmm. then it'll be one per week after that, I assume. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes. So I assume ten. Probably. Honestly, I didn't check. I mean, that's usually what they're yeah. doing, right? Ten <laughs> yeah. episodes. Yeah, so usually. Expect around ten. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the character's name is Mark. His dad is a superhero named Omni-Man. Yeah. Um. Voiced by J.K. Simmons. Yes. Uh, well, and Mark is even voiced by Stephen Yoon, who was Glenn on The Walking Dead. Yeah. Also a Kirkman property. Yes, definitely. So you've seen the connections there. Yeah. Um, I did not even recognize his voice in this. Like, it doesn't I didn't even sound like him, right? He must just be trying to sound young because he's like an adult Valid man. Valid point. Valid point. Trying to sound like a teenage boy. Okay. Yeah. That could be why. Okay. But yeah, I didn't recognize it either. Um, and then uh, Jillian Jacobs actually is the voice of Samantha Wilkins, a.k.a. Adam Eve, which I was surprised by. I don't think I recognized her voice, but I looked her up and I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like another 
young superhero. She's a teen, that, that another teen superhero. He meets. Yeah. Um, it's just very gory. So gory, yes. Yes. Uh, very funny, though. Yeah. I think it, it hit on all marks, you know, comedy, intensity. Action. Action. Definitely lots of action. Gore. Uh, uh, crazy plot twists i feel like or, every fucking 10 minutes they're like trying to give you a twist right yeah, it feels like i still don't know where it's going the, the first episode to the third episode i feel like the show drastically changed directions yes and i was like okay i thought i knew where this was going but now i have like no fucking clue yeah you kind of get an idea by the end of the third like okay who you think is like okay this is probably the antagonist this is there's lingering shadows of what's going on but like you kind of feel like you get a vibe yes the storytelling was really good. I loved the relationship that they kind of built between him and his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell that they didn't quite have the same interests. Mm-hmm. But you could also tell that the love was there. Mm-hmm. Whether it was like misplaced and how they interacted or what. But like you could tell that their relationship is important. Yes. It's not just like a teen who fucking hates his dad or a dad who like... You know, they had a bond. They had a bond. Yeah. There's, I mean, there was obviously, like, difficulties. Yes. But it, I think that was the strongest part of the show was was showing that bond that they had. Yeah, definitely. The one thing that really annoyed me, which I think because it took me, like, till literally the third episode to figure out what they were doing. Um, the, they tried to do this cute thing with the title of the show. Mm-hmm. And... They wait until somebody says the word invincible, which is the name of his superhero persona. Yeah. And then they flash on the screen, invincible, whatever. Yeah, yeah there's, there's an interruption The title in of the show. Yeah. And it bothered me because I didn't quite get like what they were doing at first. But I go, oh, okay, so every time somebody says invincible for the first time, that's their cue to, to give the title of the, first, or, of the name of the show and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And, like, it just felt weird because I, I feel like sometimes it was really far into the episode that they finally did it. Yeah. And so it was just like, what the hell's happening? Yeah. It was a little confusing the first couple times. <laughs> Surprisingly, the show was actually, uh, what, an hour long? It's not a short cartoon. It's... No. An hour long Yeah, it's a legitimate, like, show. show length. Yeah. And it's got some serious cartoon gore, so... <laughs> Right, right on the first episode, I yes. feel like you get this so oh shit much. moment. Yeah, it was like a very holy fuck situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was like one episode, I think it was like episode two, where there was like this situation with a villain army that they like, they kept repeating this little like plot thing over and over a few times. I'm like, okay, we get it. Yeah. And I feel like they could have shortened that up. And got the same point across of what the whole deal was with that attacking army. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I, I, I think the storytelling was really strong. Uh, they've obviously set up some very obvious dilemmas for the, the character. Yeah. As an individual and as a superhero. Right, yes, so, definitely. So um, I think it's just it, it's going to be a good coming-of-age story. I'm, I'm excited for yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, I agree. So this is easily a dissector for me. I was really, really into it when we watched it. Yes. So into it that you left to go play video games. 
oh my god. It doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy it. I, I watched the first episode, I'm and just, then I binge the shit out of the other two. I'm just messing with you. A schedule's a schedule. Yeah. I, can't, I can't make everybody else fucking hold on for two hours yeah. while I'm fucking watching the rest of a show. Yeah, I'm just messing with you, silly. Uh-huh. A little fucking rude. Yeah, no, it was it was very binge-worthy, so I definitely recommend checking it out. It was also a dissected from me. Clearly, we're DTF. Uh, so we also checked out Solar Opposite Season 2. This uh, came out of nowhere for me. It dropped on Hulu on March 26th as well. And this, for anybody who does not remember or doesn't know, it centers around a family of aliens from a better world. I don't know where the description came from. From another world, another planet. It's um, probably the promo <laughs> fucking description for the show. Yeah. It's probably their PR. Yeah. Um, and they must take refuge in the middle in middle America. And they disagree on whether this is awful or awesome. So some of them think it's think it's cool others are miserable trying to get off the planet um this one is it's created by uh, some of the creators of or one of the creators of rick and morty or yeah justin roiland who also voices one of the main characters corvo Mm -hmm. sounds just like rick yeah um and thomas middleditch plays terry who's the other um adult alien then we have uh sean giambrone as Yamulek, who's Corvo's replicant, who's their child, basically. And Mary Mack is the voice of Jesse, Terry's replicant. Um, they're basically just like... Uh, they did a whole thing about like saying saying solar opposites this time. But it's very like odd couple. Mm-hmm. Where they're, like, they're complete opposites, obviously, as the show says. And they're existing, trying to like get through being on Earth and getting yeah. doing what they need to do. Yeah. It's very... It's Rick and it's Rick and Morty with a different paint job. If you yes. if you love Rick and Morty, you're gonna love this show. Uh, it's obviously the second season. Season one was great. I really enjoyed this one. We watched the entire thing in one day. Yes. So uh, and also, even if you don't like Rick and Morty, you probably you you may still like this because this show. I started watching it and I couldn't stand Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. And then after I finished watching episode or season one, I went back to Rick and Morty and I was able to handle it. Yeah, I think I think that's how I did it too, where I watched a little bit of Rick and Morty, watched this, really enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to that. Yeah. And I think that's where I watched most of that show. Yeah, I agree. One thing I think that bothered me about this season was, and I don't know if it was supposed to be a part of the joke, uh-huh. but they constantly fucking name dropped hulu like yeah they did multiple times an episode <laughs> and i couldn't tell if that was just like hulu's like you got a you got a product place for us <laughs> in the show or if they were just trying to be cheeky about being on hulu I, yeah. but it was a little annoying to me yeah obviously we know you're on hulu because we're fucking on hulu watching your show yeah i assumed that they were just being ridiculous because it was like uh, the Hulu store or whatever. It was like all these random things. Oh, that's were, why like, it was so ridiculous because it was like, it wouldn't even be anything about like blatantly being like, go watch this on Hulu. It was just yeah. like Hulu for no fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they were like making fun of Peacock. Trying I to, don't like, think cross... they were, but yeah. I mean. Yeah. Either way, it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. I thought it okay. was like funny and stupid where they like referenced it. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I really enjoyed the show. The comedy was great. They had more of the wall mm-hmm. material. Yes. 
they set up a whole lot more with that whole backstory and and i'm again i really hope we get some kind of spinoff for that because that show alone would be fun to see definitely just that whole i also want situation. to see every single cage in the wall like i'm tired of seeing just piece by piece like i, I want somebody to go next to the wall and be like go right, top t- left to right top to bottom like, so you I want to see you each want a one. map of seeing i want a map the whole, i want a map of the wall out. yeah okay. <laughs> You don't have to guess where they are, yeah, what level yeah. are they I want to know currently. what other places in the wall there are. I mean, yeah, because what you see in the, the show, it's a really big, it's like the, from ground to ceiling. Yeah. So it's huge. There's yeah. a lot of locations. Exactly. So for all we know, we've only seen like a couple of them. Yeah, we've only seen like five or six. Who knows? So I feel like there's a lot of room to grow there. Mm. Um, I think it's pretty obvious this is a dissect, a dissect it from me again. Yeah. and me too. Yeah. Uh, I it just sucks now because now we have to wait another fucking I know <laughs> however long for season three yeah yeah it's a good time it's definitely worth watching yeah agreed okay and finally we watched Monster Hunter <laughs> uh, this released in the US in uh, on December 18th of 2020 and currently it is PVOD I don't know how long it took to get there but it's there now so um, I think it showed up a like a month ago on yeah release for that for to purchase yeah so you got like a deal on microsoft marketplace right yeah i think they had a sale because uh monster hunter rise just came out on nintendo switch mm-hmm. so i think they're cross-promoting got it okay. so they had it on sale for 12.99 mm-hmm. uh, so if anyone's interested you might want to go check it out i'm sure it's also on other platforms for a lower price as well mm-hmm uh, but yeah, I saw it and you know, I was like, fuck it. Especially after the whole Black Widow thing. I was like, you know what? Yeah. People are bitching about $30 for a movie that's like, in my mind, completely justifiable price. For Absolutely. being at home, saving money on food at the theater. Yeah. All that stuff. I was like. Not getting diseases. I guess I can't complain about $13 <laughs> for two people to own it. Yeah. Uh, this movie, for anybody who's not aware, was a box office bomb. I mean, for obvious reasons. It came out during a pandemic. A lot of theaters weren't open. Yes. And also, it's the movie that it is. Um, <laughs> it grossed $31 million worldwide versus a $60 million budget. So that's awful. What, are the, what do you do when you lose that, when you don't make enough? How does that, I just wonder how that works. Uh, that's a really low budget, too, for yeah. a movie. Yeah, I mean. Which is kind of surprising with how much CGI was in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. Or at least know. how much it felt like was uh, in this movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, that was just your fun little trivia factoid. Um, it's set in the video game universe, obviously, and the main character, Lieutenant Artemis, and her soldiers are transported to a new world and battle against monsters. That's as basic as you can get. Giant fucking monsters. Yeah, they're huge fucking monsters, like bigger than dinosaurs monsters. Um, your cast, we probably, most of you already know, Mila Jovovich is Artemis. <laughs> She's an army ranger, and um, Tony Jaw plays Hunter, who's uh, pr- the primary guy in the new world who helps her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ron, he's the native of the, the native, alternate yeah. world that they yeah find themselves. Somehow in. they like interact for most of the movie, but he doesn't speak. They don't speak each other's language. It's a very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and Ron Perlman <laughs> as the admiral. What's his name? Mm-hmm. And uh, fun, another person who was in this movie for not for a little bit was T.I. I didn't even know that was who he was. Yeah. 
Yep, that was him. There's okay. quite a few other people, but those are the There's some other anonymous rangers yes. that, you know, obviously yeah. have their scenes to shine and it's yes. not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. This movie was very surprising. I, You know, it had a lot of negative feedback. I think it got, like, really low scores from some of the big like media outlets and yeah. stuff. Um, so I kind of was going in with really low expectations of this movie. I mean, obviously I'm very anti-Resident Evil films as far as being Resident Evil films. It's mm-hmm. the same director, the same actress. You know, obviously they're a married couple. Right. So I really was just like, okay... I'm just going to see this because it's relevant for the podcast. It was cheap enough. And it's in the realm of stuff I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Giant creatures getting you know, fucking shit up. Right. You know? Yeah. That's not to like. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't the greatest. But yeah. I think it was fun enough that I enjoyed what we saw. It was definitely better than the Resident Evil movies. I could tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I As far as... It's relevance as a Monster Hunter representation for the games. Mm-hmm. I literally haven't played a Monster Hunter game since the first game on PS2. So that's how outdated I am with the construct of what was Monster Hunter to this movie. Um, didn't we play a demo? Okay, you're right. I'm a fucking liar. Okay. <laughs> we, did, we did play a demo at E3, E3. for... It was like a Switch game. I think it was the Generations, Monster Hunter Generations, or whatever the fuck it was called. It came out like a couple years ago. Yeah. So we played a demo. You're right. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever played. Okay. So. So I can... I'm a piece of shit. I can confirm there is a very large sword. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, I knew that. Yeah. I was just saying it to the listener. Okay. (laughs) So yes, cosmetically, you know, they, they had weapons that were very reflective of the games mm-hmm. you know they they did this power up on the weapons which i assume is like magic casting or some shit in the game right and they don't really explain it it's just kind of one of those things just where you just like you just take it as what it is and yep and like oh okay it makes it stronger yeah um you know they, there's a moment where they have them cooking something on this like fire pit wheel mm-hmm. you know i know that's in the game as like how you cook your food and shit like that mm-hmm. So they had like little Nazi Easter egg stuff, it felt like. Yeah. Uh, the the three main creatures that they show in this, mm-hmm. I think, were big name creatures of the games. Yeah. And uh, the character, the Admiral, is in the game. Oh, is he? Is in one of the games. Okay. So that's a known character then? Yes. Okay. I did look that up because I was like, okay. is he supposed to look so like that? So is Hunter also <laughs> or is he a, a new character for this? Uh, oh, let me check that one. I suspect that he was because of his giant bow that he was using. Okay. But. So it felt like the representation of what the game premise is was all there. My only complaint, I think, is this film felt like it was sluggish at times. Mm-hmm. There were moments where they turned what could have just been maybe 10, 15 minutes of the movie at most. Yes. Into like... A good third plus of the movie. Yep. And I get what they were going for, but it could have easily been summarized a bit more in yeah. what they were doing. Like, it just felt like, at some point we were like, so is this the movie then? Does yeah. it go anywhere <laughs> yeah. after this? At a certain point we're like, 
so what's gonna happen? Yeah, is, is next? there is there a plot at some point, <laughs> or is this just what they're doing? Yeah. And that was a bit disappointing, but then it did kind of pick up at a certain point, and then it just kind of went all out from there as far as big CGI action fighting. Mm-hmm. So I think it had some pacing issues. Uh, other than that, they had some really cool creatures. Uh, this was like a, P- a PG-13, right? It's not even an R movie. Yeah. But there were moments where I was a little surprised this was not an R film. There was, you know, some of the anonymous rangers and their fates. I was like, that definitely feels was... like an R yeah. moment. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> How that turned out. So I'm a little surprised by that. Um, The chef. Mm-hmm. The it, the palico, yeah, that's, which is another Easter egg type thing. That's yeah. a, the, your little companions in the game. Yeah, he is like the fact that he's like hella muscular and everything mm-hmm. is like apparently he's one of the best chefs in the game. Okay, so, so that was a that was known a character, real known character. Okay. Yeah, um, and then the uh, speaking of which, uh, speaking of palicos, yeah, IGN had a thing where they were like. Oh, between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Twitter, send us a picture of your pet cat mm-hmm. with the hashtag blah, 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 mm-hmm. and, you know, at IGN mm-hmm. uh, for a chance to get us to create your cat as a palico in armor and shit. How many pictures did you send like Every fucking cat we had. <laughs> so did you win? Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I, I got to... Check if I get a reply or whatever. I hope you win. That'd be they said it's cool. gonna be random, randomly drawn. I'm like, yeah, we'll see about that. I'm gonna yeah. make motherfuckers look gorgeous, you know? Yeah. So um, stay tuned, people. I'll let you know yeah, if we get that. Definitely. Uh, so just confirming the hunter and the handler, the woman with the goggles. Okay, are, I suspected she was gonna she be a character because very... they they didn't really establish who she was, but she was very cartoony. Yeah. So I felt she like she was supposed yeah. to represent somebody or maybe a class of characters. Yeah. So um, they are true to the video game, but they're uh, at least the Admiral is like a mm-hmm. random background character. Yeah. So they didn't choose like the primary protagonists of the games for obvious reasons, though, because they already have a story in the game. So. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a franchise, too, that I guarantee they're planning to make a big open broader world that they could tell multiple movie stories and shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look how many fucking Resident Evil movies they made. You know, they didn't follow the source material. So this, they have way more stuff that they could work with. Yeah. So, I think overall, it was enjoyable. I I think my final rating is going to be... I'm going to say a test it, but I don't mean it as a negative. It was, I think, something that it's worth checking out if you can. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're interested, but yeah. it's not something you're going to miss out. Yeah, on. I agree. It, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. It could have been better, but yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say go pay for it. Yeah, I feel like half an hour of it could have been better. There was... Oh, like I said, yeah. pacing was, yeah. was a little sluggish. There was times where I'm like, well, this could have been a much shorter scenario. Yeah. Like, we get what you're trying to tell us, but like this, this took way too long. Yeah, so I, I'm also going to test it. Guess we're uh, right on in sync today. Yeah. Yeah. Also, fun fact: one of the creatures in the game in the in the movie, <laughs> one of the creatures in the movie that they have a hard time with, mm-hmm. apparently is like not that big of a deal in the oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just like represent like how new they are to it. That's true. And yeah. then like it's kind of like a play on like yeah. maybe later on they'll have one of those and they'll fuck it up easily. Yeah. I am interested in playing 
because uh, Monster Hunter World, I think, is on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's been on there for a long time. You know, maybe if you're interested, we could check Monster that Hunter out. Monster Hunter World, that's the one of the, that we played the demo of, isn't it? No. We oh. never played the demo of it. We did, oh. like, we took pictures with, like... Oh, okay. Like, Palico, like, statue things at E3. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. But, like, we've never played the game itself. Okay. Um, no, we played a Switch version. I think it was Generations okay. or something like that. Okay. Uh, but also, I meant to play it for this week. Ran out of time. Yeah. But, um... Monster Hunter Rise is on Switch. Just came out a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. There is a demo for anybody who's interested. So I will probably check that out for next for next episode as well. Gotcha. Come back with my verdict on how I feel about that game and or the demo. Yeah. Not the game itself. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I will say about this movie is it, it did revitalize my interest in in pursuing some Monster Hunter games and okay. and kind of getting into this world a little bit yeah. more. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, it it had my interest enough that like, I wanted to like kind of go back to those games because, like I said, PS2 was like the game I, I did play back in the day and that was, yeah. you know, completely different than what they're doing right. now. I'm sure it had very little of a story at that point. Yeah. That's how I kind of felt whenever we were watching Pacific Rim, The Black. I feel like that would be a really cool video game where you can like customize your fucking... Uh, Titanfall. Ti- yeah, but better. Right? Okay. I mean, Titanfall's a fun game. But it, it's not the same concept. I mean, yes, you're in like a mech suit and stuff. Well, you're fighting each other, but yeah. Yeah. But... Fighting kaiju would be better. Anyways, we'll get into Sorry. that in our gaming section if you want. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Just to wrap <laughs> I'll just go fuck myself. I'm just trying to wrap up the movies <laughs> and TV section. It's fine. Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we're going to continue on to the gaming section of our podcast, so... Stick around if you feel like it. If not, uh, definitely go, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your wife. <laughs> well, they're coming up with this motherfucker. <laughs> um, go check out our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFpod. Send us an email directly at DTFpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website, DTFcast.com. We should totally make a promo of that. Yeah. Like, just spoof off the hide your kids, yeah. hide your wife. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, make that. Tell your kids, tell your wife. <laughs> Everyone's in the DTF pop in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I just made it right there. Just yeah. cut that out. Just cut that out. Make it a loop. Call it good. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Let's uh, talk about games. It's game time. All right, in our new releases, PlayStation. Uh, surprisingly, there is no news on PlayStation Plus or games with gold yet for April's releases. Hmm. So I'm sure after we record this, we'll get an announcement and I'll be <laughs> great. Now it's going to be fucking late on next episode. Yep. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, but in the meantime, we do know April 6th, Oddworld Soulstorm, which is a remake of the Oddworld 2 game from PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be on PlayStation Plus for free, only for people who have PS5. Hmm. So, Sony is definitely trying to make a war between PS4 and PS5 owners. Yeah. They always are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm looking forward to that, because I could play that in a few days. Yeah. Or, I guess, a week. Yeah. Uh, Xbox Outriders is going to be on Game Pass April 1st. This is not a joke. 
<laughs> that is show. the action RPG game that is uh, not a game as service, but plays like one. Yeah. We have a demo conversation if anyone's interested in talk or listening to that a few episodes back. Mm-hmm. Not sure the exact number, but it'll be in the description. Otherwise, there is a demo currently for anybody who wants to try that out. Do we need to get to that level 7 shit before... Um, if we get to level 7, we get something in the main game, right? I don't know if you get something, but oh. I may have already done it. Oh, I see. It only took, like, a couple, like, enemy fights, mm-hmm. and I got it. We were we were so close to 7 when we ended the demo. Oh, okay. At least I was. Yeah, I probably wasn't. So <laughs> I'll have to go check it out. But yeah, I'm excited for that. But you can also level up to 7 on all of the character types, which you only did the one. Oh, so. shit. Yeah, that's true. Technically, we could do others if we want. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, that's going to be multi-platform April 1st, so it's not just on Game Pass. You can, if you want, pay for the game. <laughs> Why would you do that? I know. Simpletons. <laughs> uh, so if you want it on PlayStation, PC, all that stuff, you could also buy it. Uh, Switch, we've said this a billion times already, but just to reinforce that idea... <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise did come out on May, or March 26th, so check that out if you're interested. I only have it there because I couldn't find anything for Switch. I have my head uh, the hyena from Lion King's like, ooh, say it again. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, some delays. Back for Blood, which is the... Some of the people who made Left for Dead have created a new studio and they're doing this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been delayed to October 12th. Of this year was originally going to come out June twenty second. Another game I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. plays the same as Left for Dead from what it seems like, but it's just a different name. Uh, and there will also be a open beta that's happening this summer with no official date yet. So hopefully we can get into that. Yeah, I think you would enjoy that game. Okay. And by that I mean I just want you to play it with me. <laughs> I was going to say I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Uh, bad news for people who are looking forward to PAX East. Uh, it has been canceled this year. Uh, they said in light of ongoing public health concerns, Reed Pop and Penny Arcade will not hold PAX East this year. We will only move forward with a live PAX once we are confident that the show will be safe for everyone. They are cautiously optimistic that PAX West will still happen in early September, though. I don't think I realized that Reed Pop was involved in packs as well as C2E2. They pushed C2E2 till like the fallish, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's all come diff- it's a different season than it usually is. Yeah. Still gonna be cold as fuck though. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Alright. Um we did have a we referenced last week, last episode. Uh there was an Xbox indie show on Twitch that they Went over over a hundred indie games that would either be exclusive to Xbox or just coming out at some point. Um, so I want to highlight a couple of those. Not all of them, obviously, because we don't have that kind of time. Yeah. But some to note, uh, they had a game called Death's Door, which looked like a Zelda-style game. It's an exclusive for Xbox, uh, coming out in summer of this year. And you look like you play, you play as a bird, but all it's right. like a dungeon crawler type thing zelda style it just it had my interest so when you say zelda style you mean like old school zelda style yeah, old school okay yeah the the true zelda style oh okay fight me okay fucking fight me 
Got it. <laughs> Another game uh, we saw, I think, at the early Xbox conference thing that they were doing before the Series X was even out. Um, but there was a game there called Demon Turf. It's a 3D platformer coming in 2021, and there's apparently a demo available now for anybody who wants to try it out. Hmm. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing about this game is your main character is 2D, and it's in this 3D world, and then, like, it just, the art style is very interesting. It's, like, it's so unique looking, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you move around, like, you just, you see, like, the animation of the character obviously shifts with it, and mm-hmm. it just, the way it flows is really cool, and it's cartoony, but it's it's basically this little girl demon who wants to become the demon queen of this realm, and so she's basically trying to take over. Okay. It's It looked fun. Yeah. So I'll be checking out the demo. Uh, another game which really fucking was right up my alley called Exomecha. It's a free-to-play game. That's the only hesitant side to it. Yeah. Uh, but it's an online competitive shooter. Uh, it straight up looked like a mix of Halo and Titanfall. I see. Maybe even Pacific Rim if you oh, want to yeah. go there. Because there kaiju? are like kaiju type characters as serious? well. That, but they're, they're also mechanical creature things. Okay. But okay. yes. Interesting. Um, it looked fucking gorgeous. Yeah. This looked like a next gen game graphically. Huh. All right. So if it's free to play, then yeah, I'm going to fucking check this game yeah. out when it comes out. Nice. Um. I don't know when it's coming out, but it looked really good. I'm looking forward to that one. Just says 2021, so sometime this year, theoretically. Yeah, unless it gets delayed. Yeah, true. And then it'll be in theaters for 45 days before hitting HBO Max. Yeah. If you don't get that joke, go listen to the first part of our episode. Yeah. Um, And they also showed 22 games that will also be coming to Game Pass day one. Wow. That's a lot. 22 fucking games. That's crazy. A couple of them, uh, Stalker 2, unknown release date, but that's going to be on Game Pass day one. That's a big title for them. Yeah. Uh, Second Extinction. I was looking forward to that game. That's coming to Game Pass day one and the game preview mm-hmm. on April 28th, 2021. So I'm assuming that's the release date then? April 28th? Oh, yeah. That's what it sounds like? Yeah, definitely. Um,. And then the game called The Ascent, which looks like a co-op RPG set in like a cyberpunk type world. It's, you know, like a dungeon crawler looking thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it had my interest. You could play solo or co-op. That's coming out at some point in 2021. Okay. So there's games uh, <laughs> yeah. coming out for Xbox and other platforms at the very least. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Nice. All right. Um... I was never really a big fan of the Pokemon Go franchise. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't think I've ever played it. Have I? I don't think so. I don't think I did. I think I put my foot down on that one. However, I'm going to have to lift my fucking foot up. Because <laughs> uh, the same company that made Pokemon Go... Niantic? Niantic. Okay. Yes, they announced a partnership with Nintendo. How weird. <laughs> it's like all they do. Yeah. Uh, and they are making a Pikmin AR. Oh, based interesting. Based off the Pikmin game. Which, did we do a final review oh, of that game? I don't game? think we did. Okay, we'll have to finish we'll have to that get up. get through that at some point. <laughs> okay, well, this is a franchise I really do enjoy. And so I am fully in on a Pikmin AR, Pikmin Go, whatever the fuck they're going to call it these mm-hmm. days. 
uh, game. So apparently it's going to launch sometime later this year, and uh, I'm for it. I, I don't know what they could do possibly, though, because it's not like Pokemon where you would fight them with each other. So I guess maybe it's like you use the AR to like find the pods pull them out, mm-hmm. collect them, something and then they'll have, around. like, anonymous creatures that are in the, like, Pikmin games that you yeah. have to go and tackle them with your Pikmin. Yeah, I'm thinking Maybe. you're going to have to go walk around and find Pikmin of I mean, the, the right color. The point of these AR Go games is microtransactions, right? They want you to buy, you know, like, Pokemon Go was, oh, buy some Pokeballs. So oh, you right. could go use those to go capture more Pokemon. Right, okay. You know, you had your limit per day, and then... Yeah. Oh, that's, so they're gonna that's what it, it, I believe that's how it was. You no. know, we had some friends that were really into it when it first came out. Yeah. We were at Universal Studios and they were all about it. Yeah. All day. Yeah. So obviously whatever they're going to do is going to include some kind of microtransaction setup, right? You know, I have some people at work that still play. Pokemon Go? Yeah. I mean, it's been strong. Yeah. I mean, it's probably gone down since, but it's, yeah. you know, they've, they've found a way to keep it going. Yeah. Pikmin is a much smaller... Like, fan base, I think. Yeah, but, definitely. But they'll probably get more people that are interested in trying it out just because they've played Pokemon Go. At the Pokemon very least, a, a, a percent of the Pokemon Go people will try it out. Yeah. And I get that. I bet, I bet you that's the point of this. Yeah. Cross-promotion. So then they go, oh, I'm going to go play Pikmin on Switch now. Yeah, well, that fucking Harry Potter Go game sucked dick, so yeah. they got to try something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> were they the company behind that? Uh, I thought they were going to be part of it. Niantic was supposed to be part of the Harry Potter one. Oh, were they? That's surprising. If it sucked. I'm trying to figure out the name of it again. Okay. Um, moving on, Microsoft is ending its name Xbox Live, and they're rebranding to Xbox Network. Uh, a spokesperson said the update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish the underlying service from Xbox Live Gold memberships. Mm-hmm. So, apparently Xbox is also going to no longer require Gold to access party chat and free-to-play games. So, it sounds like they're just getting rid of Xbox Live. Yeah, it does. And Xbox Network is probably going to be their standard Mm -hmm. setup, whether you pay for it or not. I don't think they made any confirmation that they're getting rid of a pay situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, we've been saying Game Pass looks like it's the future, and they're Mm -hmm. trying to make that the standard service. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm not shocked they're getting rid of stuff. Yeah, it was Niantic that was involved in it. It was Niantic and WB. So, WB was like, we're going to shit all over your cool idea and make it terrible, probably. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I heard them in the writing room. Yeah. (laughs) Writing or throwing shit on the wall. (laughs) Yeah, that... It's a multi-purpose room, okay? The, the throwing shit on the wall room. <laughs> uh, we spoke about Outriders earlier. Apparently the developer has plans for people who cheat. So what they are going to do is they're going to permanently brand cheaters in the game. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for this. So apparently, this is fucking crazy to hear. Because it was like a, it was a demo. Uh-huh. There was no like online competitive play. But apparently around 200 fucking cheaters have been identified that during the demo. There was some, like, after you finish it, there was, like, some online matchmaking. You could do, you could do missions together. Well, we, we did the whole game. Our whole demo was... I mean, you do the solo yeah. thing where you get to your character. Yeah. And then 
and then the rest is just online matchmaking. Yeah, like, yeah. Co-op. So you they were You're not fighting each other. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. So where's the benefit in uh-huh. cheating in a demo? To get your stats you're up, I you're, guess. You're a fucking idiot. Oh, yes. the seven. Oh my god. I, yeah. <laughs> we almost did it just without trying. Yeah. So what they will be doing is people who cheat will not be able to match make with legit players. Nice. They will basically be put together with each other. Good. Uh, matchmaking will probably take longer because of that. Yep. You will still be able to play the solo game, obviously. Mm-hmm. But your HUD will have a discreet but visible watermark placed on it so that gameplay footage created on this account can be readily identified as coming from a flagged account for cheating. That's awesome. So basically... Yeah. Shame. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck cheaters. So I'm, I I think that's a great... Mm-hmm. It's a huge problem yeah. in games. It's literally... With all this cross-play now happening with PC and consoles. You know, I played a game of Warzone the other fucking night, right? Mm-hmm. Well, two occasions. One was a blatant fucking cheat where yeah. the guy was... I even took a video of it. I don't mm-hmm. know. The stupid thing is when you... When somebody cheats and they show the replay of it, like uh-huh. you have like literally half of a second to uh-huh. like press the uh, click the right joystick to like report for report them. Or whatever. Otherwise, yeah. like if you don't catch on right away, then like you you don't have enough time to actually report them. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Uh, but one of the times, this guy was like under the ground. Like he like somehow found a way to have his character be under the game ground what? and he okay. was just sitting there in a room and anybody who would walk by he would shoot them and kill them and so like you couldn't see this guy because yeah. he, he's not visible in the yeah. game he's like underneath the framework or whatever what the, the fuck? fuck and he's just killing people and the only reason i found out was because i was running through and he shot at me and took my shield mm-hmm. and downed me yeah but i was able to crawl to the side not knowing that he was under a fucking Right. Bounds of the game. Yeah. And so I expected the guy to run up and kill me after. It never happened. So I yeah. picked myself up and then I saw another person run by and get killed uh-huh. instantly the same fucking way. And so I was like, what's going on here? So I ran back in. I intentionally ran in because I suspected something. Yeah. Nobody was in there. Yeah. Shots came. I was dead. Yeah. Saw the replay. The guy was fucking... In the ground. In the ground. Under boundaries that you should be going. Makes sense. Uh, I, I So I tried to report it, but I don't know if it actually went through. Yeah. I It would be nice if they told you if yeah. your report actually did something. Right, So yeah. you know whether it you actually... Feel better. Yeah. Whether it was worth your time. Uh, but I went and I recorded that video. Yeah. So I'm going to post that shit on social media and try and get this motherfucker banned. Yeah. Just off of that aspect. Yeah. But then there was another time where I was shooting this guy... He kills me with, like, an ounce of life left. Mm -hmm. But, like, his health bar shot straight up to full health, like, instantly. When you get hurt, Mm -hmm. there's a delay on your health before it regenerates. Yeah. His just was, like, as I was shooting him, it just kept going up. And so I think that's the only reason he won that fucking battle. Because I saw him long before he started shooting me. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just some weird glitchiness or if he was fucking... Cheating with some kind of a regeneration shit. Right. But. I feel like um, video games are literally games and anyone who cheats in them should 
just never play them again. Well, I mean, that's the same argument that people make. is like, well, like, why do you fucking care? It's just a fucking video game. But like, because you're making it not fun for the rest of us. Yeah. Well, people I mean, who are cheating are making the rest of like the the game not fun. Yeah. Well, and if you look at like the, the Warzone fucking yeah. stats, like yeah. there will be players that have they're very they're clearly cheaters because yeah they'll have like millions of fucking kills and like very little games played. There's yeah. no fucking way you yeah. did all of that yeah. by yourself yeah. without just fucking cheating. Mm-hmm. And in those situations, all they do is reset, their, or they just make a new account, mm-hmm. you know? They have to keep, like, re-leveling, but, like, they don't care because they just make a new account. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this Outriders situation is something that's going to be, like, they found a way to not allow players to make a different account and avoid this situation well if they base it off the mac address of your console then it will be anybody playing from your console theoretically okay but then that punishes people who live in your house that aren't hackers or cheaters right? yeah well who knows i don't know if they're gonna do that i'm just saying that's mm-hmm. anyways yeah. i mean it's good to see that they're trying to do something yeah but definitely i guess i just suspect that there's gonna be a loophole that I'm they will sure find the, that they'll find get it. around that yeah that's true but it's a nice idea that they're trying to prevent it Mm-hmm. Or get around it. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Sony has announced the dates for the older content that's going to be shutting down on the PS on the PlayStation Store. This is via the PlayStation blog. So PlayStation Three and PSP games and anything related to that stuff is going to be shutting down July second of this year. So you have a few months. So basically, you can't go onto your PlayStation Three. And buy a game. Okay. After that date. Got it. Okay. At any point, no matter how old the game is, or new. Okay. Not that I'm making new PS3 games, right. as far yeah. as I know. But yeah. you you can't buy it after that date. Okay. That 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 portion of the store is gonna be shut down. Got it. Uh same thing with the Vita. The PlayStation Network set up for the Vita content is going to be shut down August twenty seventh of this year, so a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Here's the good news. For anybody who has PS3, PSP, or a Vita, uh, you will be able to re-download and play previous purchased games that you already have and videos. That's uh, good. And you will still be able to redeem games and PlayStation Plus vouchers that you may have. Okay. I'm assuming that's the fine print of if they're not expired. Right, yeah. Uh, but you will not be able to get any new games or in-game purchases after those dates for okay. those specific console. Yeah. I got to see the situation with my Vita. Because I'm kind of in a situation where I have more game data than I have memory cards for the Vita. Yeah. And those were infamous of having way too expensive of memory cards. Yeah. And so people didn't really like to buy them because they were Mm -hmm. too fucking expensive. Right. It was probably a good part of the downfall of the Vita. Yeah. So I'm really glad to see that you can re-download stuff because... Now I don't have to stress over like, well, what do I want to keep the most? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm playing my Vita, but if I ever decide to. Yes. You know, game hoarding. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's basically it for gaming. That is it. I, uh, like I said, I was planning to play Monster Hunter Rise. Didn't have time, but I hope I could play the demo for next episode. That would Probably be cool. check out some of those other demos I was talking about. The, yeah. <laughs> the Demon Turf was sounding pretty fun. Yeah. I might. Check one of them out. We'll see. I'll allow it. (laughs) Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. That is it for this episode of Dissecting This Fiction. 
Don't forget to check out our bonus episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, The Anatomy of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Part 2, where we do spoiler discussion of Episode 2 of the show. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. So keep on listening. Check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. Send us an email to DTFPod at gmail.com. And, of course, rate, review, and subscribe. Share. Tell your friends. Um, any ratings on, on Apple podcasts or iTunes would be very much appreciated so we can matter. We would love that. So in summary, show your kids, show your wife, <laughs> we'll listen to this podcast up with this bitch. <laughs> yes. Uh, that about sums it up. That's it for episode 85 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye bye <laughs>